So how do you sleep better when the clocks go forward and back and forward and back every single year? There's people that want to get rid of standard time and just go daylight savings time all the time. We talk about it with a sleep expert on the show on Toronto Today. That's right. Spring forward, fall back. When it's 2 a.m., I want to get this right. When it's 2 a.m. Sunday, it instantly becomes 1 a.m. And we'll turn the clocks back an hour. And yeah, us uh, us grownups that wear, you know, big boy and big girl pants get an hour of sleep. But what about the kids and how do we all adjust from there? Uh, we want to bring on Amanda Juson, sleep expert, uh, joining us right now, who, by the way, does uh, phenomenal. You can go to babiesbestsleep.com and uh, she guarantees. No, I don't know. Because she guarantees that that infant or toddler <laughs> Well, with a snap of a finger, I remember those days, Amanda. None of that. I'm I'm falsely advertising what you do, but thank you for coming on this morning. When you said she guarantees, I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. We should have talked before. No, we do do a great job with kiddos, but we can only guarantee our work. And so sometimes we say to our clients, you know, look, we can do everything in our power, but it, we need you to be on board. So we can guarantee everything on our end, and our results are phenomenal. But that's not what we're talking about. Today. It's not we're talking about time change. And and the and, spring forward, fall back. A lot of people yeah. think, well, it's just so much easier to adjust to. But there's still yeah. stats that say people are still really sluggish uh, on Sunday or Monday morning when they go back to work. There's still heightened car accidents. There's still heightened heart attacks. You probably see the same stats I do on this. Well, you know, what we really see is in the fall and, um, you know, those winter months, we have increased darkness. So we have darkness in the morning, darkness at night. You know, you leave for work, it's dark. You go to bed, it's dark. It, it's kind of depressing. And so that on its own is enough to make people feel sluggish and tired and just a little bit off. Um, we add in a time change. Uh, everything gets, you know, uh, a little bit tougher. You know, that first day, it feels like it's 45 years because you're like, <laughs> I can't believe this day is still occurring. <laughs> but it is. Um, but there's a lot that we can actually do about that. Um, I always suggest to my clients, my adult clients, to try a sunrise alarm clock. Have you heard of this before? I have now. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So they're my favorite thing. I have not woken up to a traditional alarm in about seven years. And so what it does is a globe of light, and it looks like the sun. And you you give it a time, and it will slowly start to brighten and mimic the sun's rising. And what it's going to do is it's going to catch you in the lightest part of your sleep so you wake up refreshed. So no one's waking you up in a deep in your deep sleep or uh, section of your sleep cycle so you feel groggy and awful and like someone is yelling at you. It's a really nice, gentle way, and you're not waking up, you know, quote-unquote, in the dark. So it's really, really nice. Um and you talked about the babies, uh, it, you know, some babies, young babies, I'm talking, you know, under a year, they really respond to that light exposure. So this is an area where there can be some brightness in your day because they might sleep in. Um, they don't, you know, they don't understand the social implications or wanting to get up and they really respond to light. So if you have a young baby, you might get a sleep in. On the other side of that, if you have a toddler or a young child, they're 6 a.m. wake up, which is probably already hard enough for everyone to do in the first place, is going to be 5 a.m. as of um, Sunday morning. And I'm really sorry. 
So you, you might want to start investing in an okay to wait clock. And that, you know, is similar to the sunrise alarm clock um, in that it gives you a visual cue. You can also add some audio signals um, for those kids who can't tell time yet to say, mm-hmm. you know, when the light turns blue, that's when you can be up, not at the crack of dawn. Amanda Juicen, sleep expert, our guest on Toronto Today. We turn the clocks back 2 a.m. to 1 a.m. Uh, to say goodbye for six months uh, to daylight savings time. Is there anything from this moment on until 2 a.m. on Sunday people can do to, to prepare and be more with it on Sunday and Monday of, of the days coming up? 100% and you're going to love it, which is awesome. So the great thing about this time change and about humans in general is that we can do later bedtimes. We like later. If I ask you to go to bed earlier, that's so much harder for our bodies to do. But later we can do. So, you know, if we want to give the example of a 10 p.m. bedtime, your 10 p.m. bedtime will actually be 11 o'clock next week. And that means on Sunday, 9 Mm p.m. is when you're going to start to feel tired. So I'm going to ask folks tonight and tomorrow to stay up a little bit later, anywhere from 15 to 30 minutes at a time until you're feeling okay falling asleep. And on the other end, I'm going to ask you to sleep in that extra hour, which, I mean, you're welcome, right? It's so fun. (laughs) Sleep in that extra hour. That's going to reduce some of that sleep drive and that tiredness before you go to bed. Yeah, it's one of those scenarios where you've seen governments debate this for ages and it gets into the legislature and like a BC yeah. wants to wants to make daylight savings time permanent, but they really have to wait for a lot of these US states to go into sync with them. Yeah. What do you think happens? Yeah. Do you think at some point we we eliminate uh standard time and we go daylight savings time 12 months a year? Oh my gosh, you're you are Speaking my fantasy, nothing would make me happier. It's not the first time for a guest, Amanda. I don't, not before 7 a.m. though. (laughs) It's it's the first here today. Listen, I think daylight savings, especially in the springtime, has significant impacts on health. We have this documented. You talked about the stats on car accidents, cardiac arrest. These are, you know, we have a a term for it. It's called Sleepy Monday in the spring where we all lose an hour of sleep. Um, We even see harsher penalties for criminals um, from judges on that day. This is all documented stuff. Um, Actually, in November of 2020, the Ford government passed Bill 124, or sorry, excuse me, 214, to end daylight savings. Um, Ford has since come out to say it's unlikely to happen. Um, we needed to, uh, we would only be doing it if Quebec and New York City would agree to it. Um, but he's since come out and said that it's unlikely to happen. I know he's got a little bit of stuff on his plate today, but it's worth considering. I, I wonder if work from home from people you've consulted with has changed how people sleep. And it'd be really easy for me to lay out and say, well, you're not commuting anymore, so you should be able to get more sleep. But you know, and I know people that probably, they just can't separate the home from the office anymore. So no, they stay up later. They get in a routine. And we get told all the time, take things out of your bedroom that would distract you, whether you're in a couple situation or whether you're single. Don't put the giant TV there. Don't put a big stereo system there. If, if the bed's for sleeping, use it for that. What do you hear? Oh, I've heard everything. I've actually, you know, right after the pandemic, uh, there were reports of what was called COVID dreams. 
And we actually discovered that this is uh, was more of a thing because people were literally sleeping more. They didn't have to commute. They didn't have to go to work. Mm-hmm. They were experiencing more REM sleep uh, earlier in the morning, so they were sleeping more. But then I also hear folks of bringing their whole home offices into their bedroom. So where they sleep is the same place that they are working. And they got their computer buzzing and their printer going. Um, you know, I'm hearing a call. I know. I could never. I could never. My room is a shrine. Um, Nothing more romantic than a dot matrix printer going off in the background, is there? That's right. <laughs> I think no, I, I, mean, I think in I, university I had girlfriends going. Are you done printing that essay yet? You're 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 not the catch I thought you were. You're just you're, that thing's going nonstop. <laughs> Thankfully, I think printing has come a long way. But either way, I mean, it's um yeah. I think one of the benefits that I see to kind of working from home is that you know, especially if you have young kids in a family, I don't think your schedule has changed all that much. You're getting up, dealing with your children, bringing them to school, and probably coming home. If you are in any sort of sleep deficit, um, there is a good body of evidence for napping. And we're not talking about napping one or two hours. We're talking about short bursts of naps, anywhere from 25 to 30 minutes, just to reduce some of that sleep pressure and sleep drive. So you're you know, taking that quick nap, Waking up, you're not getting into the deep part of your sleep cycle. You're just getting into the first two stages of sleep, reducing that sleep drive, waking up and feeling like a million bucks. If you do work from home, I highly suggest adding that into your day, maybe midday, mid-afternoon. Just to, I, I would say that it's, because I do it all the time, it is more impactful than a venti cup of coffee. Amazing. You can go to babiesbestsleep.com, find out more about Amanda, but they don't just do consultations uh, with parents of babies and toddlers. Uh, they'll take everybody on that's struggling with probably, probably what? The most important thing. It's as important as exercise. It's as important as what we eat, isn't it? Yes. It's as important as drinking water or eating food. Sleep is a base need. Hey, have yourself a great weekend. I'm always happy to have you on the show and uh, and amplify what you do. You're you're helping people, uh, and it's helping people live better and live longer also. Uh, and we've underrated it for too long. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Thank you, always. You bet. Amanda Jusen, uh, go to babiesbestsleep.com and find out more about that. 